Hi, welcome to OCBC Insights. My name is Wellen Wuranto, economist at OCBC Bank. Today, let's zoom in on Malaysia. The government has announced a reopening of the Malaysian economy through the implementation of a Conditional Movement Control Order, short form CMCO, effective starting from May 4th. While it's still early days, let's dissect the implications here on growth and also policy responses. Now, the reopening economy will definitely help in terms of saving some businesses and hence saving jobs. But I think, unfortunately, the economy won't enjoy a so-called re- grand reopening with lion dance and loud drums and all that. Instead, it will be a much more subdued reopening. For one, as you know, majority of state-level governments are still hesitant in reopening fully. Inco- this includes states, uh, the uh, economic heavyweights like Selangor and Penang. While there is definitely some political overlay to the tussle between the federal government's decision to reopen and the state government's decision to wait a bit more, given the different political party leanings, it is telling also that even some states that are controlled by PM Muhyiddin Yassin's allies in Perikatan Nasional, uh, such as Kelantan and Melaka, are also refraining from opening fully. It tells us that there is genuine concern about the potential resurgence of virus cases if the lockdown is lifted too quickly without sufficient preparations. And whatever the government choose to do or not to do, a lot of businesses are still hesitant themselves to operate 100%. In my Facebook feed, is correct. For instance, my favorite Nasi Kandar shop in KL says still is open for business, but only for takeaways. I've also seen news reports about similar restraint by various food stalls and coffee shops. It is telling, even though reopening for businesses and receiving much-needed income again are obviously important for businesses big and small, there's definitely still a lot of fear. Nobody wants to be the next virus outbreak cluster and nobody wants to receive the wrong sort of publicity. The same restraint may apply for the manufacturing sector as well. There is the obvious need to roll out social distancing practice to make sure your workers are not too tightly together for instance this can be easier said than done uh, for those manufacturing facilities that are geared towards exports there's also the big uneasy question as to whether stock of raw materials and intermediate goods are enough to kickstart production again and perhaps the even bigger question of whether the end demand is there to fulfill the supply uh, at the end of the day given the state of global economy now there's big question as to whether there's enough demand uh, so long story short, the reopening helps, but we are not going back to normal anytime soon. There is no dead there anymore for consumers and businesses alike. Now, obviously this has impact on our growth forecast. We have had the view that growth will be around minus 0.5% for the year as a baseline. This number is now closer to minus 1%. First of all, there's a softer global outlook, especially in Q2. Even if lockdowns are starting to be lifted in most places, in some places, and demand for Malaysian exports will likely remain curtailed. Domestically, a similar story happens, as we discussed earlier. Economic activities are improving, yes, but still it remains subdued. So even after the MCO is officially lifted and became conditional MCO, the long story short is that the growth may still be quite subdued. Dis- despite the easing of cases, uh, they have obviously allowed also the tentative reopening of the economy. That leaves us with the question as to what else can be done by the authorities to help growth. Now, Malaysia has technically already rolled out quite a big package worth 250 billion ringgit in recent months to help growth. But some gaps remain, especially for SMEs. If things have been challenging for businesses overall, it may be especially so for SMEs given the lower diversification of businesses and also a higher fixed cost base. Already, the SME Association of Malaysia said that as many as 300,000 SMEs may collapse over the coming year. 
their survey also noted that 70% of SMEs only had enough cash to last them through the end of April, uh, may be forced to cut as many as 2 million jobs. As it is, there is a sense that SMEs may have also fallen through the cracks of current stimulus measures. For instance, the Dana Jamin Guarantee Fund from the government will only be for loans of more than 20 million ringgit, effectively shutting out most of the SMEs. The wage subsidy program has also been subdued uh, in terms of take-up SMEs because of the requirement to retain employees for at least six months. So government focus next might be on patching such gaps in the next round of stimulus. We caution, however, that the stimulus is unlikely to be big because of fiscal constraints. Uh, given that 20% of revenue comes from oil, uh, the still low oil prices is not helpful. And already the finance minister is highlighting deficit as, as high as 5% of GDP, leaving little room for huge expansion of stimulus, which may be one reason why Bank Ningara has continued to be proactive in cutting rates. Most recent meeting on May 5th, uh, they cut by 50 bips uh, to bring OPR down to historic level low of 2%. Uh, and going forward, where well it tries to talk up the prospect recovery, as nonetheless mentioned a number of potential downside risks, including hinting at potential resurgence of the virus later this year. From the current viewpoint, uh, they might pause in the immediate months ahead, given that they've already cut by 100 bips collectively in aggregate. But situation remains very fluid, so if the economic momentum continues to worsen, uh, then we might see a uh, chance that they might cut rate below 2%. They'll be lower than the GFC. So too many moving parts for anyone to be certain of the outlook of even the second half of this year, but we'll keep you updated as much as we can along the way. In the meantime, stay safe and stay healthy always. Thank you. This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.